Welcome to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Claudio and Steve will share their business and life experience to help you grow your business and improve your life. Here's Claudio and Steve. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. I am Claudio Relsano. Hello, everyone, and I'm Steve Staffanamancini. And Steve's on the road in Virginia. Steve, uh, how's everything out that way? Well, Virginia is still here, Claudio, and it's raining, so bah, it's okay. It's raining here, too. But uh, anyway, yeah, well, last... This is a, it's been a kind of a not-summer summer, by the way, for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, we had a little bit of a drought, and now it's been raining the past couple of days right. like crazy. But last week on our show, we were talking about dealing with rejection and um, had a lot of good uh, comments about that. Now, today, we're going to talk about pivoting pivoting to a new career or doing multiple things. Let me ask you, Steve, first of all, when you hear the word pivoting, what is your definition of pivoting? So that's actually a good question. I, I see pivoting as I'm on, I'm on a path, whatever that path is. Let's say it's a career path and something happens. Maybe it's a decision. Maybe it's something I don't control. I lose my job. I get tired of my job, whatever. I win the lotto, whatever. And now this path that I'm on, now I'm thinking, I've got to change directions. I'm going to pivot. Again, there could be a lot of reasons why you do that, but that changing directions on in one lane, and now you're thinking, you know, now you've got to go somewhere else. And ultimately, you know, that that does mean that you're not necessarily going to have the same goals of success that you thought you had. So now you've got to pivot again. You're pivoting from hey, I was doing this, headed towards there, and now I'm heading towards that. So that's what I. When you say pivot to me, that's what I'm thinking. Our guest on Italian Impact Weekly, we had two guests, Anthony and uh, Nicole Vigilante, who own Strange Roots Experience Ale uh, business. But Nicole said that she was a dietitian and she had lost her job. So she went into some other things, entrepreneurial uh, business. She had a vintage uh, shop called Trovato, Trovato Find, and now they're into the uh, Roots Ale uh, business. But... So people go into things for different reasons. Uh, I know for me, like I said, I've been coaching now for 40 years, okay? And I, w I hope I get another 40 years, but I am doing multiple things, obviously, in the media with different uh, podcasts, radio shows, TV shows, I own a landscaping business. And then just this past uh, 10, 11 days, Steve, and, and to our audience, I've had four other things come my way that I'm going to get involved with, and I'll, I'll announce those once they're official. But um, and do a little promo for them. A couple of them, uh, yeah, they're they're sports related. They're not in you know I'm not coaching baseball. They're just different things. So uh, again, I repeat, Greg Norman always said he wanted to prepare for his his life, his career when he was no longer number one golfer in the world. So he went into all the different things that uh, he went into. And that's something I want to prepare when either baseball doesn't want me or I don't want it. And uh, because I'm still young, I'm 58, and I still have a lot of things that I want to do. And I think people would be, it'd be very smart if they, and now I have a friend who's worked for this one particular company now for, what, 34, for 34 years. You know, that, that's good. That's what he likes to do. And he's in that, like me personally, and he has a little more job security. When you're in sports or in the entertainment business, there's not as much security. So you do have to come up with different funnels of income and um, kind of a, well, like Andretti said, it wasn't a backup plan.
plan. Uh, I'm sorry, an act two, not a plan B, if you remember him saying that, Steve. So uh, for me, yeah. pivoting is preparing for either you aren't going to be doing that job on your own or they don't want you anymore and you have something to go not fall back on but something to go into and act to right no i I agree with that and i also think that you know a lot of people you you know you've mentioned this before multiple streams of income and a lot of people they'll they'll dip their hands into multiple things you look a lot of successful uh, successful athletes or just successful business they don't have one venture you know and not necessarily because it's a a safety reason they don't have one venture because they, they do something, they enjoy it, it's successful. Now I'm ready for my next challenge. That doesn't mean I take my toe out of that water. You know, look at Elon Musk. He runs, you know, several large, you know, he, ran, he runs Twitter, he runs Tesla. You know, he has, I forgot the name of the rocket company. He's got all these, these ventures going on. And the reason people like that do that is they're driven. They just, they enjoy it. They want to get their toes into things. And I think that you and I kind of find ourselves in very similar positions. You know, I talked about it on our first show. I said I was military for a while, and then I was government for a while. Then I was teaching for a while. Then I was a CTO. Then I'm doing all these different things. Now now I have radio shows. Now, you know, you and I are going to have a, have a media company here starting up uh, very soon. Mm-hmm. This is us pivoting to different, to different challenges in life, and I think I enjoy it. And it's nice when they're successful because they can become streams of income. But in the meantime, for me, the pivoting part becomes a challenge, and I want to overcome a challenge. I think people, to your point, you could be forced to pivot through no fault of your own. You, know, you talked about job security. There was a mindset 10, 20, 30 years ago where you wanted to get a job, and, and the best thing you could have was job security. Now you look at people now, what do they, they leave their job after two, three years. They're ready to go to work somewhere else. Right. It might be the same career, but they're ready to jump onto something else because they just, I don't know, they get bored. They're looking for a new challenge. Maybe they're chasing the money. That's typically what it is. So there's a big why you, for lack of a better term, pivot. It doesn't necessarily mean you change careers, but you definitely change something. And I think a long time ago it was more out of necessity, but now I think you're seeing people say, I want a new challenge for whatever. Maybe I just want more money. Whatever it is, they're pivoting. You and I are going to pivot. We have a radio show, ItalianImpactWeekly.com. But we're going to pivot. Now we're going to start a media company that the idea is that'll be one of our shows. Now we're going to have multiple shows with multiple people hosting shows. We're pivoting to a more managerial ownership role from a participant role. So these challenges come in. And when you have these challenges, You've got to learn, okay, I'm pivoting to something that I might not necessarily know that well. And so now, you know, something we'll talk about probably in the future is where do I go, besides talking business life with Claudio and Steve, where do I go to get that expertise? Because somebody's probably done something similar. And some of the people that did that were successful, but a lot of people probably weren't successful. And I want to know what they both did. I want to know what they did right. I want to know what they did wrong so that I can be successful. I always ask, who were some, and I'll name mine in a minute, and I'm sure people have heard it before, but who were some people that motivated you or put that seed in your head to pivot, to do multiple things? Well, you know what? That's a great question, Claudio. And and I'm going to be honest with you. In some ways, I don't know the answer to that because I never necessarily looked at a lot of people in my life and said, wow, this guy kept changing careers every couple of years or changing jobs. I almost saw that as a negative. So, but now I start to see things like I love Andretti. I'm telling you, that was one of the, the, the best interviews that I think I've ever, you know, been privileged to have. But that's a good example of someone who's 
who showed me that you can do a lot of things. I like the Vince Ferragamo interview we did. This is a guy that was an NFL quarterback, played multiple leagues, but now he's a, he owns a successful vineyard. So those real are estate people company. That I'm looking at now. Real estate company, yeah, mortgage right, company. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking at these people and I'm going, you know what? Why can't I do that? Right. And the answer is, I can't. And, and I think we're, we're learning that. And I'm seeing some of those people are, are, are some of those. You can use some of the cliche ones. Like, and Elon Musk is a good example. This guy's got his fingers in a lot of things. But when he puts his hand on something, I don't want to say the guy's got the Midas touch. But in a lot of ways, a smart person can be put in a position and be successful. But then there are also smart people that weren't successful. But, but he is obviously not one of them. So I look at these people. And these are becoming my rule models and i'm learning more about these people that have their fingers in a lot of things i'm going wow i, I never thought i could could do multiple things I, I mean you think multiple companies in the same career field but now i'm going well, why, why can't i do multiple career paths it doesn't have to be just one thing that we do in life well with me it's funny because um i, I told you when i was leafing through a Sports Illustrated book at my friend's house. It was his son Vinny's birthday, which is today. So I think it was maybe like 10 years ago. No, it was in 2007. So what is that? Uh, what year is this? 2023, 2013? Don't do math live, buddy. Don't do <laughs> right, math yeah. live. <laughs> so it, it was over that, really. It was longer than 10 years ago because he was just a little, he was 17. Uh, it was longer than that. It was 2007, yeah, was when I read that book. But anyway, um, I said, you know, I, I can do different things. And then the people that, obviously my dad, uh, you know, he worked in a mill and he has landscaping business, so he had multiple funnels. But for me, you know, you mentioned Mario Andretti from Magic Johnson, Vince Ferragamo, Alex Rodriguez. I study him every day. He's always Greg Norman, Fran Targington, Arnold Palmer, uh, George Foreman. Those guys I read or study every single day, and they have helped me in so many ways. The business business acumen part, the the drive, the inspiration, the things that they did right, the things that they didn't do so right. Magic Johnson talks about the time he bought a store, a retail store, and he was the purchaser. He ordered all the clothing, all the clothes in the store, and it totally bombed. Now, why did it bomb? He said because he ordered things that he liked, not necessarily things that the kids who were going to be going going in that store liked. So he learned from it, you know. But yeah, th those guys were so, so instrumental to me every single day for me to. And, and I don't want to say that now I've been coaching now for 40 years. So it isn't like I said, OK, I'm going to coach, then jump into something else, then jump into something else. I've been doing media work now for, what, five years. I'm adding on to that. Uh, resume with shows that we're doing and things like that. Hitting or training. I've been training since 98. So it isn't like I'm doing it one year, quitting, going into something else. So, you know, I don't want people to get that impression. But you know what, though, Steve? Some people, I know some people who have worked for 30, 35 years at one job and they really don't have that, as they say, entrepreneurial spirit, which is fine. That's just something you and I do have. We, we acquired it. There's a mindset. Yeah, it's a mindset. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. But you know what? That's funny. I, I told my daughter who she is going to grad school. She is a head coach at Montour Color Guard. I said, you know, hopefully she can land a job at one of these schools, hopefully Montour. And that's going to be her life for the next 30, 40 years. That's secure. It's a great school. You can do, you know, the, the color guard thing. You can do your dance thing, three funnels of income. So it's almost, 
I, I'm not telling her not to do what I do. I do want her to have multiple streams of income. Yes, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. But I mean, that's a hell of a basket if she does get that at a school, especially a school like Montour. But it's always good to have other things, you know, coming in, other checks coming in and doing other things. Um, but for me, I, I hope I don't give the wrong impression that I jump around. I, you're not jumping around, but we just enjoy I, it isn't like I've eliminated anything either. I'm just taking on right. more. I think we're, I think we're adding to we're adding is to. all I'm doing. I'm right. just simply adding to what I do. No, I, I agree. And by the way, I want, I want to go back to something. You know, a lot of the names you look at, you know, we, we could sit there and throw a bunch of famous names out there. Oh, I know those guys. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, you know, they were, for example, a lot of the athletes. You know, so they got a lot of money to go into business with. So there's, you know, the old adage, you have to have money to make money. Right. Okay, got it. But just because they had money and went into business did not make them successful. There are a lot of rich people that went into businesses and lost. Oh, yeah. Probably, there's, probably more, there's probably more that failed than were successful. You just hear about the successful ones. I mean, there's probably a ton of athletes mm-hmm. that got invited into some condominium business. Or, hey, go into this business. Go into the restaurant. Let's open up a bar. You know, oh, you're, you were a famous relief pitcher for this team, you know, let's say Houston, you know, you're in Houston, you were a relief pitcher for 10 years, everybody loved you, you know, if you open up a bar, you're going to automatically be successful. No, not necessarily. Um, that, that might get you about 10 minutes of success. But at some, at some point, people say, well, what have you done for me lately? Your bar stinks. And you know, you've been retired for 12 years. Who were you again? And so point is, having money in a name might, I mean, it, no might, it will maybe give you a leg up. But you still have to be successful. And that my point, though, is is you can not have money and not have a name and be successful. So it's all about what you – the decisions that you make that are going to determine your success, not necessarily what you went in with, if that makes sense. When you said that, it reminded me of Fran Targenton when he was still playing with the New York Giants quarterback. Him and another guy started a restaurant – in Atlanta called Scrambler's Village. That's where he's from, Atlanta. And basically, it was like the uh, Boston Market. But this is back in the 60s, and it did not last long at all. It was a total bomb. He, he had personally guaranteed the money, I believe. And, uh, you know, he, he took a pretty big hit. Now, he's been an extremely successful entrepreneur, and I think he'd get a bigger kick out of being called an entrepreneur than he would be a Hall of Fame quarterback. But you're right. right. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're not, again, back to Greg Norman, keep beating that same name. If you read his book or listen to him talk, whether you like him or not, people say he's controversial, whatever, incredibly intelligent, and everything he's touched has worked. And, um, you know, so he's a, he's a great guy to study. And, but he's a guy who didn't go to college and learn this. He learned it through his friend Targan says, keep putting his hands in the soil and uh, succeeding and failing. But, um, you know, he has done very well. So those guys, I love this. Because they're in the sports world and I'm in the sports world, I study them. And they all went different, uh, you know, different routes. Arnold Palmer was more of an endorser, licensing his name, uh, whereas Greg Norman licensed his name to joint ventures and had wholly owned companies. Then you got a guy like Foreman who made a killing on the Foreman Grill, Magic Johnson with the Magic Johnson Enterprises is involved in a ton of real estate, as is Alex Rodriguez with A-Rod Corp, um, with different things. But then you have a guy uh, like like Targenton, again, who started up many startup businesses, and and some of them did great, some of them not so great. But, yeah, the the money thing, that just 
enables you to maybe stay in the game a little bit longer, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make you, you know, successful. But um, doesn't guarantee long term success. No, That's right. no. But you know, the thing is, though, it's just exciting to. I, I've had the landscaping business now for 34, 35 years, and, and it's gone well, and and it's it, it's it's run well, and and, and it's good. But uh, these other things, like I said, the shows and the speaking and the, these other four things that I'm working on uh, this week, I'm really excited about it. But that's, you know, we're living. We're not just going to work. Now, if you like going to that job for, for 30 years, that's fantastic. I think that's good that you do. We're not criticizing that. Like I said, my wife has been teaching since 96, I believe, or no, 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 no. 91. She's been teaching since 91, and she loves it. Now, she's tutoring. That's great. To each his own, but I'm, we're, we're just telling our stories. And um, But you, you hit it right. It's a mindset. But let me ask you this. Do you think that entrepreneurial spirit can be uh, – it's it's born in you, or um, it's just something that, that you can develop, or both? I, I think – it's funny you ask that because you ever notice there are just some people that just seem to have been lucky from day one and it was like it was like the stars were aligned for their success. I do think that you can create an entrepreneurial spirit through your experiences, but I don't think you can be truly entrepreneurial unless you have something that drives some kind of aspiration to be something greater. You see, some pe- many people... And, I, and I'm not, again, I come from a blue-collar family. And I think there is a, there are a lot of people that are like, I don't know if it's just they think, like, I can't do that. So I just want to get by a quiet life. And, and yeah. I, I still have part of that mindset. Believe me, I still think that way. I just want to keep it simple, keep it quiet. But I'm like, but then there's a part of me that kind of looks above and says, you know, I would, I've kind of always wanted to do that. You know, like the, like the radio is a good example. I've always wanted to do that, you know, and, and now we're going to open up our own media thing. I'm thinking, you know what? I, I, we can do this. I think it's just something, it's almost like an entrepreneurial spirit is almost like it's the person that's not afraid to shoot for a dream. We all have a dream, but some people just don't think they can, they don't think it's realistic or I can't meet it or whatever. And so they don't try. I think we all have dreams, but they don't try. But it's the person that says, I'm going to take a shot. And the people that do that sooner in life, you know, a lot, again, a lot of people fail. Most people are not successful. You know, not everyone owns is the CEO of a billion-dollar corporation, yet a lot of people have tried to start businesses. I think you can have an entrepreneurial spirit because I think you inherently have it. The question is, will you act upon it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the differentiator between people that are truly entrepreneurial versus people that just have unfulfilled, I'll never even try it, dreams. Another thing that I've tried to do, and again, learning from the people that I've studied, is leverage my baseball career to help me get into other things. Um, Whenever I auditioned for a year and a half for this one particular speaking uh, thing I'm going to be doing, which hopefully I'll be announcing soon, you know, I leverage the baseball crew when they look, oh yeah, he coaches, he scouts, oh that's great. And I leverage 
some of the shows that I do. Instead of just, hey, I'm a speaker. Okay, great. What else do you do? It just makes it look better. So again, I'm leveraging the, just like an, an athlete or Andretti. He obviously was who he was on the racetrack. He leveraged his racing career to do endorsements. He just didn't say, hey, I'm here I am. Let me do some endorsements. Well, who are you? Okay. He used his racing career to pivot and, and leveraged to do endorsements. And, and, and he talked about that unbelievably successful petroleum business he has. Um, he may not have gotten that opportunity if it wasn't for the fact that he was successful in racing. I know me personally, I don't know if I would have been able to have done the other things if I didn't do well in baseball first. You know, I, again, I leveraged it um, to, to open up some other doors. Now, once you get in that door, you have to perform. You have right. to perform. You have to know what you're doing. Right. But you know, you had mentioned before. Now there's a few boxers that I know, or I don't. I don't know this one. Well, Vander Holyfield. You know, he made tons of money, but he endorsed some things that didn't go well. He had some other businesses that didn't go well. He even had a grill that obviously nobody did as well as George Foreman did. But um, you know, so I don't know if he had the wrong team around him or, or, or whatever it was. But, um, I, you know, it's just so not everybody. He had a ton of money, so that did not guarantee his success. But, you know, you, you said, again, it's a lifestyle. It's a mental thing. Uh, for me, I know I just couldn't do – not that there's anything wrong with 9 to 5. Zero wrong to it. It's great yeah. to do that. It's just for me, like today, I have an index card in front of me of every day of things that I do. I had 16 things that I had to do. With meetings, in-person meetings, phone calls, shows, emails, all that stuff, and I probably did about uh, probably end up checking off about thirteen of them. The other three I'll probably push off to tomorrow, but I just couldn't just say, okay, I have to go to work, get up, go to work, be done. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? But it just makes me feel more alive to do all these things. Our producer Joe Hill, obviously great at what he does. Uh, here in the studio, but he also does what? He's a guitarist, okay? And people might think, oh, it's fun and games. Well, it's, it's fun, but it's a lot of pressure to perform and to be good and to try to make a buck out of it. But I bet you he feels alive doing it, you know? And, and um, you know, so I, I, John Bon Jovi, I, I, he is who he is. But he does, I, I, he owned a football, a, a indoor football team, arena team, um, he has some other business ventures, and I just admire that so much. Uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss, unbelievably successful in other ventures. Uh, Paul Stanley as well, and not just in the Kiss marketing world, but and, and they were pretty much, I think, the first band to really push their logo and things like that. Um, so I've always just admired and read. A lot of rappers have gone on uh, 50, 50 Cent has gone on Jay-Z they've gone on to do other things uh, Sean Puffy Combs not just rap okay I can be a producer okay I can own a producing company okay I can have a vodka okay I can do a wine I can do beats I can do numerous things and I just admire that in, in, in people when they do multiple things right no exactly and there's no guarantee of success for folks that are listening you know, you say, well, again, it's like I said, you're, you're thinking, but these people all had money, but they didn't. Most of them weren't born with a million bucks in the bank. Read their stories, and you're going to find that a lot of these successful people, in a lot of cases, they had nothing. And sometimes it really is at the right place 
at the right time. I mean, in fact, truth be told is that's a lot of it. But you oh, have yeah. to position yourself. But you, but you, right? But you have to position yourself so that you can be in a place exactly. at a time, and then you hope that it's the right place at the right time. But if you don't try, if you don't shoot for it, you know, if you don't take a shot, one thing's for sure is you will not, you will not achieve your dreams if you don't try it. The whole, we're talking about pivoting. Pivoting is all about that. Sometimes you're forced. Hey, I worked here for 12 years. Store went out of business. Now what? Well, got to go find another job. You are now pivoting. You might be staying in the same career field. But it may be, you know, but a lot of people, and you'll see this, a lot of people had that happen, and they actually took it as an opportunity. They say, you know what? This is kind of a dead end. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try something different. And mm-hmm. they try something different. And, hey, sometimes they fail. But sometimes they don't fail. But at least hey, they, whatever the impetus was for them to start, they started. Now, some people just say, you know what? I'm going to work every day. This is a grind. I hate it. I'm miserable. I, I, I've always wanted to try this. Sometimes you're in a position that, that it's you know a little more feasible to try it. I'm a I'm a big believer of until you're until you're dead and buried, you're not dead and you're not right. buried and you're alive. And you have to always be willing to try something new, depending on what it is. Like Claudia and I both tell you, like we have like I know I have a day job, but I've also got other side things. And Claudia's got multiple jobs. So if one <laughs> thing happens to us, we're not dead in the water. God willing, we can keep going because we have other things coming in. And I think the pivoting. If I was going to take something away. I would say you don't have to drop everything oh, no. and call it quit. No. You're right. You can pivot in the sense that, hey, I'm going to stay on this road, but you know what? I can also do this at the same time because we talked about that, hey, if you're if you're still in control, you're not going fast enough. Right. You've got time to watch TV and do nothing, and I'm not saying bury yourself in work 24-7. We all need downtime. But you as a person kind of know and I probably do have some extra time in my life. Maybe I'm going to do some other things, and even if it's just a hobby, if it's a side gig. You know, when we interviewed on the Italian Impact Weekly uh, not too long ago, we interviewed, you mentioned Anthony, um, Tony, and Nicole. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have several side, what I'm going to call projects, but they're more than projects. They're becoming passions oh, yeah. that at some point, if they're successful enough, could theoretically take over their day jobs, even though they've got day jobs. So that's where we're going with pivoting, not we want you to quit everything no. and start a new career. No, some people do that, and maybe yeah. that's you. I if they do have, that. if they have the money to back that up, no right. way in the world are we telling anybody quit, quit working right. what you're doing and go after your goals and dreams. No, you can that's, do both. That's like, asinine advice. Yeah, right? no, and, no. And nobody, and you, but you know what? But we and I have talked about this. A lot of these quote motivational speakers, these quote life coaches, and they say, "Oh, you know what? Take a shot." It's like, well, that ain't easy for most people to do. Because especially if I've got bills to pay and people to take care and of, kids, yeah. and you're telling me, you know what, I've always wanted to be a movie star, and I, I listened to my life coach, and he said, go for it, honey, uh, tell the kids I'm going to quit, I'm going to move <laughs> to California, we're going to take a shot. Right. You know, the reality is, don't. You know, yeah. now I'm not saying, now, with that being said, how do you find balance in that dream and reality? Well, maybe the, re- the reality becomes, you know what, I'm going to try and see if I can get picked up in some casting to do some extras in some local movies that are being filmed. That's always a very real possibility. Cause I'll tell you what, if you're an extra in a movie and you ain't getting recognized to be a star, that's kind of a clue. You ain't meant to be a star, mm. not at least not now. Just like I'm not meant to be a starting quarterback on an NFL team. So but, I'm not going to quit everything I have no. and go show up at the Jets training camp and try out for the starting position because I'm a realist. And not only that, but if you did do that, the thing that you're going to go after, you're probably 
not going to be as good at it because you say, holy, what did I do? I'm running out of money. And then there's more pressure. And so we are not right. telling people to quit for sure. Again, like you said, we're adding on. We're adding on. You know, a couple of things come to mind uh, real quick. Uh, Jim Valvano, uh, an old friend of mine who I love very much, had a ton of impact in my life. Always, I don't know why, but I forget to kind of mention the influence he had on me off the field. Jimmy was obviously the head basketball coach at NC State. He was the athletic director. Athletic director. He wrote a book. Back then, he had radio shows. He was a speaker. He represented Nike. He did camps, and he also um, did lighter side of sports TV. He, he owned a company, JTV Enterprises. And I remember telling him, I'm going to be the Jim Valvano of baseball, you know. And, and I always admired that Jimmy did all those different things. And none of the other coaches at that time did that. They just coached, did a camp, and a few speaking things here and there. But Jimmy did all of that, and I always admired that. And he got criticized a little bit for it back then, which he shouldn't have. Then another thing that hit me, Steve, when I was a kid, or even when I was throughout my entire baseball career, I never played the same position more than one, uh, three games in a row. I was I, one game in 1982. I was I played uh, I pitched. I played left, right, short, and second. No, third. Yeah, I played like six positions in one game. But I remember some of my friends used to say, "Man, I'm tired of playing the outfield. I'm tired of playing first base." I never got tired of playing any position because I I played multiple positions. Okay, and then finally there was a guy several years ago, we had a meeting. He said, so Claudio, what do you do for fun? And I said, geez, what do I do? I love spending time with my family. I love golfing. I love to read. And I said, you know what else, Lionel? I said, I love to chase a buck. I love going, doing, as long as I catch it once in a while, I love doing all these different things. And when I, for me, when I do all these multiple things, I don't get tired of anything. Because, like I said, as a position player, I never got tired of playing third base. I never got tired of playing left field because I played two games at third base, one in left field, one at short, one at first. I pitched. You know, I never got stale. And I love doing all the things I do. Um, and is it hard? Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes, Even today, I misplaced $20. I don't know where the hell it is. I'm known for missing losing my keys and not finding my my cards and everything like that so there is a little bit of a for me a little bit of a con to all the running around i do but i don't see myself ever and again it, i have one of my best friends he likes what he does he does the one thing a couple of them do they do the one thing and that's it and there's nothing wrong with that but for you and i and many listeners uh they do want to do multiple things we are not telling you to quit your job we're not telling you that Add on, pivot to another thing. Now, if that other thing makes enough money for you that you can sustain your lifestyle and take care of your family and pay your bills, that, that, then that's your decision to make. But you and I were adding on. Like I said, these four things, four or five things that are coming up for me that I'll announce when they're official. One of them hopefully will be official tonight. Um, then that's, I'm not going to quit anything. I'm just adding something on. And they say, where do you find time to do it? Like you said, I don't waste time. I just don't waste time. That's say the good point because I'm just thinking of something that we're going to have to have. A, we're we're going to have a nice show on time management because I think that's the biggest thing that, that hits people is they don't one they don't know where to start. They don't they just don't know how to manage time and resources. So we're we're going to have to talk about that because for as much as we've got going on in life, and I'm telling you, I still have time to sit around and pick my nose and watch TV. I don't want to lose all that time. I do want downtime. We need downtime. 
But at the same time, if I'm interested in something, I'm going to find a way to make it work if it really interests me. And I might have to give something up, but uh, but if I'm interested in something, I'm going to pursue it. I, I, I just think that's just the way I live. But uh, last word, Fabio. It's passion. But, yeah, we'll let the time management, why don't we do that? That will be our next uh, topic uh, next time we do the show. And, um, again, we, we told you. I don't, I don't think there's another show out there like this where eh, they'll clown around, they'll talk about some things, but we really get deep into uh, the things that we've done. We get personal. We're very honest about it up front, and uh, hopefully we can continue to have impact on our listeners. But uh, we appreciate all of you listening. If anybody's interested in sponsorship, please send us an email. Uh, so you can still send it at the, at the questions at italianimpactweekly.com or go to my website at claudioralsano.com and send me an email. But um, that's it, Steve. It's always a pleasure, and good luck out in Virginia. Have a safe trip, and look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, buddy. We'll be, we'll be talking soon. Take care, everyone. See it. And Joe Hill, thank you. And, again, thank you to all the listeners. We appreciate it. And, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop and Linda and Ida. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Tune in next week for more impactful business and life experiences with Claudio and Steve.